Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. Rip it open. It's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother all right all right all right yeah it's another night of the big brother after show i'm your host sam and i gotta ask you guys something i mean is that one of the best intro songs put together by a group of guys or what i mean i appreciate the production people that did that they do a fantastic job. They put all this together, make it sound professional. And uh, they did one hell of a job on that intro song, putting a lot of the sound clips together. I get excited every time I hear it, especially the, the chill town uh, phone calls and uh, the dance speech about uh, Frank is pretty good. I mean, man, was that guy good or what? I mean, just a fantastic player. Um, listen, you're listening to the Big Brother After Show. It's a special night tonight because it's Wednesday night. It's the premiere night. And typically our shows are going to go Sunday and Thursday, but we decided tonight we're going to do a Wednesday show for the premiere, and just to kind of talk about the first eight guests. Uh, and if you've been listening to the show, you kind of know how it goes, or when you listen to Sunday, you kind of know how this goes. We're going to have a phone call uh, line open for you where you can call in and chat live with me, uh, talk about anything you want to talk about. Of course, this first week people are going to be uh, a little timid to do that. We understand that, but we may have some calls. And the uh, call-in number is 917-889-7084. We also are going to have a live chat that's available, and you can also message the Big Brother After Show Facebook page. So feel free to do that. Uh, We'll be taking all your questions, and we'll kind of get to them kind of towards the end of the show or during the show as we go. We've met some interesting characters tonight. We met eight people. I'm curious to know what some of your feelings are on a lot of those guests that entered the house this, this, uh, this night. Uh, I think that it's very interesting that some of them are very parallel. I see in, in, the, in a lot of the veterans that have played in the past. Um, but there are some that are going to, I feel like, are really going to annoy us. Um, Paola's one. I, I think that her mind's all on the wrong things, and she's very in love with this Devin guy. Uh, Devin seems very nice and uh, very sincere. Uh, but he looks like he's going to have a huge target on his back, but I, I kind of like him, and, and I, I like Donnie. I really like Donnie. Donnie reminds me of Jordan. Uh, Donnie is somebody I think you're going to be real careful of because I think he's going to slide under the radar a bit, and I think he's going to be a really likable character. And I felt that Devin and Donnie's alliance at the beginning was pretty interesting. But I want to know what you guys think. And right now I'm going to go to a call because we do actually have a live caller. 
Lab Collie, your uh, area code is 773. Did you want to make a comment on some of the guests tonight or a comment in general? And welcome to the show. That would be me. This is Mary. All right. Hey, hey. What did you think of the show tonight? Oh, my God. I think that the producers are just being mean by putting that pow-pow girl on there just to irritate us, first of all. I think (laughs) that um, (laughs) I'm not even joking. Seriously, can can she say a sentence without saying like, for real? Yes. Yes. Oh, God. Anyway, I think that, you know, but you have to put one of those in every show because it makes for good TV. But without, I don't yes, even take her seriously. And I think that the Devin guy, is that the big buff guy that made the yes. Chris alliances? Yeah, well, yes. you know, he, I don't think he knows the game that well at all. I really don't. Because, I mean, seriously, two hours in, Everyone's like, oh, I love you, I trust you, I love you, I trust you. No, that's my big brother. You have to sit back and watch and observe. And I think that he doesn't know the show. I really don't. And I hate to say that because he's a nice person, it seems like, but I don't think he's a mm-hmm. game player. I really don't. Did you find it and interesting that he, that he found Donnie? I mean, do you find it interesting that Donnie was the guy that he went to, the oldest guy in the house, and made an alliance pretty quickly with him? Like well, Donnie yeah, said, you know, that's the guy that's from North Carolina. That's the guy with the beard. Right. Right, yeah, because right. I'm, well, I'm from Chicago, hence the area code 773, but I've been in North Carolina for five years. And okay. ironically, let me get off the subject real quick. My two favorite players <laughs> in the world got on the show the season I moved down here, and that was Jordan and Jeff. He was from Chicago, and she was from North Carolina. So, yay. And of course, yeah. Love them. Yes. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. That's what it shows you. Doesn't, I don't think he knows the game. I think because he went to the oldest person, and you wouldn't think that this guy would even know the game. You know, because right. he was, like, whispering, oh, I, you know, I've been watching Big Brother. You wouldn't expect that from him. But um, I don't know. I'm not – I don't understand what that was about. Like, why did he go to the oldest guy, assuming because he's well, older he knows the game better? Do you think it speaks volumes for Donnie that, that Devin did approach him out of the blue, that Donnie might be the kind of guy that many people are going to warm up to early on in this game? Do you think it speaks favorably for Donnie? No. <laughs> no, I think Donnie's a good man. No, are you kidding me? He's, he's, like, he's like, oh, my God, you know, the heavens have opened up and he likes me. No, dude, he doesn't know the game. That's why he came to you. And he's, are you kidding me? I mean, so you, seriously, you, did you really just ask me that? Come on do you now. Think Donnie, no. Do you think Donnie at all slips under the radar? Do you think Donnie is kind of disregarded, slips under the radar at all? Well, you know what? It's hard to say now because we haven't met the other eight people. So it's right. hard to see how diverse all these personalities are going to be. I think that the people, you know, that's, I'm, I'm rooting for him because, of course, I'm down in North Carolina now. I don't know. That's going to be interesting to play out. Who I don't like, and I hate to say this, he seems like a fan favorite already, is that freaking Frankie guy. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, no. No. A little no, strong. No. That personality is a little too- strong. But it's too frantic. Yes, he's too much. He's too, too much. Yes. Calm yes. down. If you look in the past, the people that really play the game well are the people that observe the first couple of days you have to sit back, relax, and just, oh, this all-girl alliance. Are you kidding me? Those women are going to flip on each other in a heartbeat. Don't you feel like Piella may be a problem in that girl's alliance? She feels a little strong. She feels like she might have a strong personality and kind of maybe screw first it all up. First of all, that is a joke that I I wouldn't care if I was on my own I would I really I would not align with that chick she's crazy 
She's thirsty. <laughs> she's crazy. She's too self-absorbed. I mean, who the hell brings thirty freaking pairs of eyelashes? Are you? Who does that? <laughs> I mean, and I think she's can't looking... speak a sense. Which, excuse me, can't speak a sense without saying, "Well, like I don't know." And I, oh, I really. think she's looking for some reality TV fame, don't you? I, I don't think she's too. there to Absolutely. play. Absolutely, she's not there to play that game. Absolutely. <laughs> Her voice is not real. She's not real. I think you're absolutely right. And I agree with you 100 You know, I didn't even think about that. I need to put that on Facebook. I think she's there for a different reason. Now, I, I'm not on your, fir- on your first impressions, okay, I know, I know that she's probably the one you dislike the most. Was there somebody that you liked from the moment you kind of saw him? You, you said, okay, I like this person. Who was it for you, if anyone? To be honest, and this is honest to God, from the first Time I've been watching Big Brother since season one. I've watched yes. every season. I'm like a super fan. And I have to be honest with you, not one person really, you know, I think I'm anticipating seeing everyone together. So I can't really say yeah. that I saw anyone that really made me say, oh, my God, like I like that person because we haven't seen the whole house together. And I didn't, I hate to say this because she was so uber about her, I mean, her, her, uh, her take on politics was the blue-haired girl. What's her name? The mm-hmm. little cute girl. Yeah, I kind of liked her. I kind of like her flavor. I kind of like that she seems like an alpha male, like she can hold her own. I did kind of like agree. her, but I can't honestly say that one person has stuck out to make me say, okay, I'm sticking on the board with them. Like, not one person. You... And I'm mad. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Did you get the impression that I did that Amber might be a stronger player than people realize? Oh, Amber absolutely. was. absolutely. The... Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, yep. I think she's oh, I'm good. just so, I don't know, I'm now I'm just kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, she's a smart woman. She, she was competing. I mean, she was the, she threw that last HOH competition, which I think was really smart. She threw it to Frankie because Frankie But you know what was dumb? It. How obvious it was that she threw it. I yeah, mean, she did throw it. <laughs> that was just dumb. I mean, it was so obvious. She just kind of stopped and was like, oh, my God. But yeah, she's a smart player. I, I, yeah. I'm telling you, the ones that don't speak a lot, that are not the obvious choices, mm. are the ones that probably would get through the longest. And well, the ones I, that know, we're speaking about now, I think, will not go that far because they don't know how to play the game. I agree. And I, and I think that it's a very simple rule, and you've watched it as long as I have, and you know as much as I do, if not more. But you know as well as I do, the, the first week or two, somebody's going to self-destruct. And, and that person's oh, going to go up. All you've got to do is lay back. Yes, exactly. Do you not feel me on that? Just kind of yes. like come there and kind of, you know, speak but keep your words short. You know, don't be so obvious. And, and you know, like the guy Frankie, bring his ballet shoes or whatever to teach him how to yes. walk. Really, I mean, he's just, no, he's too much. He's too much, too major. And that's when you get a target on your back because it takes a couple of weeks to kind of season, like a, a good pot roast. you got to season it and let it cook for a long time. You don't just throw it well, in and fry it and say, okay, i got a pot roast. No, you got to let it season and marinate. And you got to feel people. And then they know it's more people coming in the house. There's and so all much of the special. You, you know, it's just it's too much. It's just too much. It's too much. You're exactly right. There's so much of the social game that you almost have to let it make itself, but you can't be too over the top. You have to let people, and you have to ask questions about people. You have to look like you're sincerely interested, and you probably are in the first mm-hmm. couple of weeks. 
But you're exactly right. You have to let that marinate. You have to let people get to know who you are and find a trust in you, whether it's well-found or not. They have to find that trust in you. What do you think about the HOH twist, um, the, the, twi- the two HOHs? Are you up for it's, that? Or, you are know you what? I'm old. I'm 53, and it's too much. <laughs> Listen. You are not old at 53. To. Come on now. Don't be silly. Well, I'm not. 53 I'm is the new 30. You're right. You're right. You're right. But anyway. 53 is a new 33. You're right. Okay, let me tell you how I feel about this. I like the fact that they're twisting things up because it's not going to make the game so predictable. Like, the, the mm-hmm. remember the year of, of Mike Boogie and them? They just, I mean, oh, my God. Oh, God. I mean, watching the season of Big Brother where you, where you hate everyone that's, like, winning and you can't do nothing about it, those days yeah. are gone because of the yeah. twist, which I love. But I'm worried about the okay. You got the America's vote, then you got the um, it's another vote, then you got the two head of households, and then at the end of the week going to be one head of house. I mean, it's just I don't know. I I can't say that I like it now because it's the first day. I'm excited about the different twists and turns because it's not going to be as predictable, but it's going to be exciting. It is going yes. to be an exciting, crazy season, and I'm gonna tell you something, Les. Season, I was so disappointed. My boyfriend thought I was going to be on like antidepressants. Like I was so, and he doesn't watch the show. It was, it was, so, it was so bad. It was so bad. That was bad. the worst I'm season like, I've ever seen. That was the worst season I have ever. Nobody wanted to play. Nobody wanted to put their foot in the wall. Nobody wanted to jump in. Nobody, as much as you didn't like Rachel Riley and all the people, they played the game. They took That's chances right. and they put themselves out there. All they did, and I was so disappointed last season. So I think after last season, even though the ratings went up a little bit, I think by 17% because of the drama that was, you know, yeah. in the media, the ratings went up. But if you don't know Absolutely. the game, I don't care what drama's going on. You don't understand that game. It doesn't make sense. But I believe that CBS and Big Brother realized, okay, we, we got we to gotta change some stuff up now. So it is kind yeah. of interesting. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I think you're. I think you're right on target, and and I think that season 15 was a rough season. And it's it's funny if you look at the ratings, and I've had a couple arguments with people, but when you look at the ratings for season 15, it starts off terribly low. And yeah, there was preseason football and everything going on, but it was terribly low. And then all of a sudden, as soon as all the drama and all the terrible remarks are made, shoot through the roof. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we're up 17%. Everybody's calling it a success. Well, I got news. I'm with you. I think it was a complete failure. Yeah, it I think wasn't a success anything, at all. I think it the range was so low that even at 17% that they went up was not in comparison to the seasons before. And I yeah, think the 17% the just thing, brought it up to normal. That's all it did. It just brought it back exactly, up to normal. And for yep. all the wrong reasons, though. Exactly. For all the wrong exactly. reasons. And you know how Hollywood is. I mean, my brother's live in Burbank. My son's live in Burbank. They're in the industry. They know how the game is played. And yes. sometimes you're, you know, I know for a fact, my brother's a, uh, he produces and directs a lot of plays and stuff. I know for a fact that they do extensive back. The first thing you're going to do with any person you put on that show is a background check on social media. So they know what these people are up to, what their background is, what their, you know, what their likes and dislikes are. They know what they're doing. In the door. Do you, when they, you do you know, think they mean to do it? People. Do you think they mean to put people like this on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, see, I I think, think so, so too. Yeah. I think so I mean, too. I it's shameful, to say it, but, but that's, so. you know what? That's 
the world that we live in now. And as sad as it is, it's, it, I feel like such a hypocrite because I watch it for all the wrong reasons. I was like, am I wrong for wanting sure. drama? Yes, I'm sure. wrong, but that's what I watch it for. So I yeah. could be like a casting director. I know when you when you interview Pow Pow, you knew what she was going to bring to that show. <laughs> it's hard I to mean, say that you didn't know what Pow Pow was going to be like. You, exactly. It's hard to it's say. Like, you know what, guys, let's get 18 guys together and bring them together into a house. No, that's the real world 25 years ago. This is social media explosion era. I'm yeah, sorry, but that's yeah. what it is. And that's why I kind of felt like I was upset about Frankie getting cast because he already has a following, and his sister has such a big following. And when it comes to, the like, the um, America's Vote and all that stuff, of course they're going to go for him because of her popularity. But I don't think he's going to go far. To be honest with you, I don't think he will because he's going on his personality and, you know, his um, out there-ness. I don't think that's going to win that game. I don't think it's going to help him at all. I don't think so either. And I think he's saying he's got – he says he has a million followers. He doesn't. He has 500,000. He's exaggerating. But even if he has 500,000 like his Twitter does say, I mean, don't you think that somebody in that house – I mean, this this is a younger group. Somebody's going to know who he is. Don't you think that? I mean, don't you think somebody's going to recognize him and say, you know what, he looks familiar? He lives his life on social media. Of yeah. course. It's yeah. going to come out. They know, you know what, like we just said, they know what they're doing. I think it's still going to be fun and interesting. I think it's going to be a much better season than last year. And I'm looking for the drama. I'm looking for the exposure. I'm looking for the people that are floating and, you know, like when Jordan won, she absolutely deserved to win her season. You know why? Because she stayed true to herself. Yeah. I couldn't stand when Andy won. Even though he's from Chicago, which is my hometown, loves Chicago, I couldn't stand then the way he played the game, but he played smart. I have to give him that. Well, and when every you look at bit it, of information. When I'm you sorry, look at season ahead. seven, no, no, no. When you look at season eleven and you look at Jordan's season, it's hard to think of somebody who probably was in a better social setting or social game than Jordan was. I mean, you can look at that that final four. She was probably the best socially in that final four of anyone else. And so you eleven know what I is. Think? is What's that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I want to hear what you think. This is your show. Go for well, it. Well, what I think she did, especially after Jeff left, because that was her anchor, because she's not yep. the smartest tool in the shed, but that's right. not being phony. That really is who she is. She's a goofball, right. she, but she's the most adorable airhead ever. She didn't, you know her first um, audition she didn't even go to because she just felt like, she couldn't. Like, I can't do this. This isn't me. She's from a small – I'm in North Carolina now. She's from a small town in Morganton. And she just didn't feel – she. they approached her. She didn't approach them. Approached her. And right. what happened was when she got on the show and after Jeff left, I think that she realized, you know what, you need to step up and be who you are and prove to yourself. I don't think she – honestly, I don't think she played the game. I think she was just – who she was, and that people trusted her because she was so genuine, and people liked her. They warmed up to her. And like Andy, I couldn't stand him because he let Amanda play that game for him. He won because of Amanda, because everyone he didn't like and everything he knew was going on, he went and told her, and she was the boisterous one with the big mouth and exposed everything. So he let Mm. her get people evicted that he knew was a threat to him and never stopped playing. But as a character, To me, a characterization, I didn't like it because I love Big Brother for people, which is rare, 
that people that really win the game because they are truly true to who they really are. And then, of course, you have to backstab a little bit. You have to nudge a little bit and hurt, but you don't have to be, you know, disrespectful and all that crap and, you know, get mad because somebody's playing a game like you're playing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I hate yeah. about last season. Last season drove me insane. I told Sam, I'm not going to watch it no more. <laughs> it felt like, like a floater season, season, didn't it? It felt it like a floater season. Really? The season of floaters is no one, no one fought for anything. You're absolutely no, it, right. That's a good, you know what? I need that T-shirt. Season, <laughs> a floater. I'm no, going to be selling, that, season 15 was a floater season T-shirt. You know what? You should, you should really do that. I'm not even joking with you. Because that's oh, exactly what it was. Did you like that? Yes. It was just yeah, a I, I, floaters, there was mm-hmm. very little strategy in season 15. And, you know, no I mean, I, I, I did not like Amanda at all, but I thought that Amanda did play a strong game. But she was the only one that played a game to me whatsoever. I just think Andy lucked out. I mean, I think Andy played the right game to win that that season, but I think he just lucked out because he never got caught. I don't think he was particularly yeah. smooth. I think nobody talked Oh, no, about not at all. Not at all. It was amazing. It was, it was, what did it you, was so, uh, listen, my heart what'd you is think so of, uh, What do you think of Cody? Cody seems to be the popular guy right now. A lot of people think he may get the America's vote because he's the big muscular guy. Now, is that the guy with the cowboy hat? Is that the one from Kentucky? No, 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 no. Cody is the soccer player. Uh, he's the one pa- oh. Paolo was all over. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, he's going to no. be a target. You see? Okay, I had to ask you who he was, so there you go. That's your answer right there. <laughs> Tells me everything I need to know, doesn't it? There you go. I'm like, who's Cody now? Exactly. I mean, because so, looking fine and being a hunk and having abs, I, no, no. Because what yeah. happens is their egos, get, they, their egos get in the way, and they want to get laid, and they want to do all this dumb stuff, mm-hmm. and they don't keep their head in the game. Other than Mike Boogie, oh, I hated that season so bad. When they just... <laughs> When they, when they just, these women was, I just wanted to go in as an advocate for women and say, stop <laughs> sleeping with, what are y'all doing? Do you understand the power you have between your legs? Why are you giving it to them? Do you, do you, think, mean, do you think do you think is going to be a showman season? Do you see a lot of showmances potentially oh, in this season? God. Oh, you know what? Again, I'm going to say this. And it's, I don't know yet because I have to see the other eight people. Now, yes. I do know they have a preacher coming in who's married, has kids. I do know they have a woman that's coming in that has three children. I don't think those women ethically will hook up with, with people. So right. if you look at, right. okay, this is what I have to do tonight. And this is how I set time with Big Brother, that my man is not going to eat real food for like three months. He knows it <laughs> because I can't stop so tonight my job is to go on, no, seriously, I have to go through all their bios again, and this is what you do strategically when you want to assess people, look at how many women, what their ages are, where they're from, if they have children, if they've been married before, because those women are more guarded. I don't think they'll do show yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I think saying? they're more, more game-oriented. I mean, I think their mind's on the game and winning the money. Exactly, and not luck. Yeah. And right. so you have to, but see, I can't assess anything right now. Other than I did read people's bios, I saw their interviews and stuff, and did my research, 
And my boyfriend was laughing at me. He thinks I'm crazy. I don't care because he loves Dawn of the Dead, whatever that zombie show is. I don't mess with him. Don't mess with me now. Just going to look forward to it every year. Oh, but that's great. That being said, oh, no, listen, yesterday he was going to work. He was like, Tommy, I don't have no shorts watch. I was like, oh, damn, I've been on the Internet. I'm big brother. <laughs> Wash my man's clothes. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> you do pay the bills, but listen, I'm sorry. I get a handicap. No, I, I no. I am the same way. I am the same way. Listen, I've watched every it's season ridiculous. and some of them three times. <laughs> I've watched some seasons it's, three it's times. Bad. I love the show. I love the show. Do you think? Uh, do you think that the preacher is going to have some trouble in this house? And I wonder if she was not strategically placed especially with her belief, what I would assume oh, is going to be her strict be belief strict system. Plan. You know she was. Listen to me. What did we just talk about 15 minutes ago? Christians <laughs> are smart. When they right. shout people, what do you, okay, you have a criteria of what you need to make a reality show important. Make it interesting. Right. And it's conflict of interest. You have to get personalities that would conflict amongst one another, right or wrong. Now, That's the right. only way she'll go far is if she's a likable preacher. Because mm-hmm. being a preacher doesn't necessarily mean she doesn't have an upper hand. But if she's likable and real and doesn't throw that in people's face, I think she'll do good. But you know what? I'm lying. No, she won't. She's black. She's older. She has three kids and a husband. She's a preacher. No, she won't go far. Well, she'll probably do now, help, No, listen. What I think she will her, do well, is her, help other people gain. Her three ad- uh, adjectives that describe her are intelligent, I believe that. Motivator, which means that she could be a little pushy. And her last one is outspoken. Well, so well, I think that if... Bam. There you go. <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that she's just like outspoken. Like I said, she won't go for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if her and um, maybe Joey clash the, or maybe the, if, um, if, the blue-haired if her girl and... Go at it. The blue-haired girl yep. that has the, the strong... The old, yeah. And you know maybe what's going to happen? Frankie. Maybe even Frankie will go at it with Yeah, her. I believe that because she'll say the Bible says you should. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Oh, I can see, watch don't, for Big Brother After Dark. I'm telling you, I think I think this one is setting up to be the religious person versus the, the person who has a homosexual the lifestyle. Flamboyant, I think it's setting up. Uh, yep, we I think have, it's well, setting up. We have Frankie, who's flamboyant. We have the blue-haired girl who's very uber, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what she said, uh, 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 what was she, her she said it. Herself? She said she was very liberal, liberal. and she was yeah, very she was looking liberal. for liberal oh. people in the house. Yep. Yes, so you yep. have you have them, and then you're gonna have the Kentucky boys gonna chime in because he's probably from a very religious family who's already had comments that he put on his uh, Instagram that they took down about you know President Obama. So, oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be yeah. very interesting because see, I did my yeah. research. I did my research. Yep. And I read all their bios and stuff, and I think it was very smart and articulate how these producers put this season together because they know exactly what they're doing. And they're just going to sit back and wah, wah, with popcorn and yeah. watch it happen. But it's they're going to watch it happen. Absolutely. Well, it, and on the other end, now they're going to have that drama, but I think on the other end of pulling that drama together, what they're doing with having the preacher in the house and somebody with a homosexual lifestyle and whatnot, I think that they're doing that all, like we said, on purpose. But the other thing that I find interesting is that I, they've got this Frankie guy whose sister is a multi-million, do- or multi-million platinum-selling uh, artist right. that's popular with, twelve to, I would say, 12 to 17-year-olds. And they're all trying to pull those kids in to watch this show. Oh, yeah. So they're going oh, ra- to have a ratings boost you know from what? that. And You're then, so right. Yeah. Because, you know, I thought about that the other day. I said, this is a way for them to bring tweenies in. 
which I think mm-hmm. is sad. I don't think tweenies should be watching Big Brother because it's, it's an adult. Well, I think, you know, if you look at from season one to where it's now, they've gotten most, a lot of younger people. But I don't think yes. it's appropriate for, you know, a tweenie to be watching Big Brother. Like, they wouldn't even know what the hell they're watching. And the fights and how disrespectful it gets. Like, I would want a tweenie to watch that. But because of her following, I think that's what CBS was thinking. You know what, pulling younger viewers. Absolutely. Yes. And it's all, yes. I mean, and then, it's all in the industry. This is exactly what happens in the industry. And I'm my kids are like, Mom, don't you move down here? Oh, somebody down, else sorry. interests me in this house, and that's going to be Derek, the police officer. And I don't, oh, I don't know. I'm sure you. I, I have a feeling now. This is the way I kind of view it, and I could be wrong. I'm making assumptions here. I'm prejudging the situation because we're viewers and we do that. But I really believe that Derek, the police officer, and Jacosta, the preacher, are going to team up, and their belief system, and this is black and everything's black and white. This is how it is, and they're going to get into a lot of fights with the rest of the house. I just feel um, like a police officer in that situation who you know everybody's going to know is a police officer as soon as he starts talking and acting a certain way. They're all going to know. But do you, do you think that, that they'll know that he's a police officer? Because I, think I agree that, with you on, I think on one sense you're right because they have a moral code and a compass that they live by. They have a very mm-hmm. strict moral compass by they, that they live by. But then I watched Survivor with the police officer that was the biggest jerk in the world, and he was. And he won yes, his right. badge, his family, everything. So I felt really bad that he won only for the fact that police officers, to me, hold a higher code of conduct. And when he swore his badge to another police officer, I thought that was the most disgusting thing, honest to God. And I shouldn't take it personally because it's a TV show and he wanted to win, but I thought at what cost, though. Like if I was one of his fellow brothers in the policehood, I would have been insulted. You swore on a badge. And to me, police officers hold a very high standard of conduct where they should. Whether they do or not yeah. is a different thing. But, you know, and the I future, agree. of course, is going to hold a higher standard of conduct. When he did that, and I watched the buyer faithfully every single season, that disgusted me because he didn't have to bring that in. He could have sworn his whatever dead uncle. He could have sworn the – he could – but to do that with your badge, when you go on your on the line every day with your brothers and your sisters that you fight with, you know, I just thought that was disgusting. So, you know, you can't honestly say that because he's a police officer. Maybe they would have a bomb because of their moral ethics. But I'm thinking, well, hell, that went off the window on Survivor. He actually laughed yeah. about it. He laughed yeah. about it. That was so insulting to me. And I watched the after show to see if they were going to call him out on that. Like, are you that thirsty? Like, for me, as a, when you take that to me, and I'm not a police officer, but I'm just saying in life in general, when you take that code of ethics, no money in the world is worth it to me. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. especially after all the taxes being taken out of, and then you're looking upon people looking at you like, damn, dude, for real, on your badge? Like, you know, you have your comrades that have died that have to have this, you know, in the police stations. Like, I, I thought that was disgusting. I think there's certain, there's certain occupations that people have when they come into the house that are very, very, very ticky and, ta- you know, it's very, very ticky because you have to be very careful. A uh, minister is going to definitely be one because she's probably got followers or people that go to her church that are expecting her to act and behave a certain way. Right. And this police mm-hmm. officer serves the community. 
And I believe that, you know, once you leave that house, you know, these people, some of them come back and back and back again, but most of them never come back again and they never reach that fame potential again. They go back to regular jobs. And this guy has right. to go back to a job and be respectful, uh, be respected, be honest, be ethical, And that's what I thought about trustworthy. the guy that won on Survivor. And I don't know if you watch that show or not, but I'm a reality junkie. Yes. And I do watch Survivor. And I thought about that when he went back to his job and he was a regular person. How did he feel? I mean, for me, when he swung his badge, and I'm not a police officer, that's like, oh, my God, I feel some sense of, damn, dude, for real, on your badge? Yeah. Like, that's honorable. That's, you know, oh, my God, that really messed me up. And that's why Sam was like, my boyfriend, he was like, honey, you need to stop. Like, <laughs> 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 like because I was like, the next one, I was sitting, looking out the window like, honey, he swung his bed. He was like, oh, my God, honey, that's a show. He wants the money. But I feel like, at, so we would sell our souls and our ethics and everything for money. But, yeah. Well, I, you yes, know, look at, look at, Look at the popular players in this game. I mean, your Evil Dick, which I know a lot of people, I, I don't particularly care for him. Evil Dick, uh, Dr. Will, uh, you know, uh, Rachel. A lot of these people have, you know, a lot of these people that are popular are players who don't mind backstabbing someone and, and lying. And it's, it's amazing, like you said, that I guess that's what makes Jordan unique, like you said. But there's so much popularity and there's so much demand for the people like Dan and Will and all of these people yeah. who were willing to lie, cheat, and steal. I mean, I remember Dan lying on his grandfather's cross in, in season 14. I mean, oh, that was major. No. Wait a minute. Okay, see, that's how or I did he lie on the Bible? Oh, remember, no, I remember Survivor when, uh, what is his name, Johnny something? When he had his friend come on the Johnny island Fairplay. and say his grandmother died? Yes. Oh, his, yes. Real? Yeah. 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 Isn't that yeah. crazy? It's amazing. It, it, it's it's amazing that we glorify and and, and I'm guilty, but we glorify some of the, some of the players. That's what I said. I feel a hypocrite. I feel the same way. <laughs> right, because we glorify some of the players that are willing to do things that maybe we're not willing to do, and well, and we don't course. really give credit to the ones who who live uh, well, or play the game. That's why I said my favorite player is Jordan because she didn't know how to be dirty. She it wasn't in her. She had a very endearing personality that was just true to who she was. Rachel, and I'm going to be, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I, I'm interested in Rachel. Go for it. Okay, I was going to say, and this is going to sound so bad, and I'm so mad at myself. I wanted to you can say nothing bad on throat. Here. I couldn't stand <laughs> Rachel. I wanted to, like, just mug her face and just twist it. But Rachel's difficult years, to like. Over the years, I actually like her now. Is that bad? What, what a lot of people feel like she's matured. A lot of people feel like she's matured. They felt like she was on The Amazing Race. She was a little better on The Amazing Race than you, this year than she has been in the past. But I, you know what I think about Rachel? I really feel like when Brendan and Rachel are together, it's an insecure time bomb that goes off and just destroys everything in the house. On their own, I have really no problem with them. I've seen Rachel play without Brendan, and I thought she was better. I've seen Brendan without Rachel, and I thought he was much nicer. I think it's the two of them together that are toxic. I, think I really that, do. Yeah, I, think he gets, I think he gets into this zone where he feels that like he's protecting her, even yes. if she's wrong, and it makes him feel like yes. a man. Because he's a very smart man. He's very intelligent. He has a good job. He's smart as right. hell. And right. I think that... If you look at him and 
Brendan, Rachel and Brendan compared to Jordan and uh, Jeff. And Jeff. Mm-hmm. Totally different dynamics. And I think it's because Jordan's from the South, Jeff is from the Midwest, and mm-hmm. I think that, well, I think Rachel's, well, she lives down here because she goes to see the freaking, uh, the damn house down here that's the Whitmore all every Christmas yeah. at the Whitmore. And so yeah, I, I think she is I, from North Carolina. Yeah, and, and that's yep. so scary because her yeah. attitude was so big. But that's insecurity, though. She was very yes, insecure about herself. And I think She's that when you watch these people, actually when I watched last season, oh, the disgusting Amanda's nasty STD ass just having this mm-hmm. in her bed every day, all day, under those hot blankets. I'm like, get up, air out the room, take a damn shower, please. And she had him <laughs> in her back. And I think they're still together. I think yeah. she's still with that dude, the pizza guy, whatever his name was. I think they actually and broke up. I, I think they oh. did actually break up last I heard. You but, so? you know, he used her as a shield. I mean, he used her to, to shield him. So he did a good job with that. Well, yeah, he did. He did. I'll give him that. He did. But at what yeah. cost? This is on national TV. This is the You see what I'm saying? This is what I taught my kids before they went to L.A. and they wanted to get into the industry. I told them, I don't give a damn what money you make, what job you get. You stay true to yourself. And always right. think of me in the backseat of your car, no matter what you're doing, <laughs> I'm watching you. I scare the hell out of my damn kids to this day, to this day. I sure do, <laughs> to this day. Well, I'm in the back seat watching you because they're in the industry now, and they see, they're like, Ma, we see what you were saying now. I said, people will friend you just because they want you to give them an upper hand on something. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's how the industry exactly. works. And I look at that well, same with reality TV. I got to tell you, we're pushing up against a heartbreak, so I got to go to a commercial real quick. But I want to tell you how much I appreciate it. And I just want to ask you real quick. So far, the first eight, do you think season 16 is going to be a great season, a mediocre season, or a bad season in your first in Are your you first kidding first, me? First, Without a doubt, it's going to be amazing. All right. That's what I like to hear. It's going to be amazing. And That's I will call like any night if you want me to. I'm telling you, I am all on board with this. I am this big brother. So happy it came back on tonight. Two snaps up. Sorry for my man, but yes, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> and I will call him every single night if you want me to. I sure will. You do it. <laughs> you do it. We'll, we'll Hi, be back buddy. on. T- we'll be back tomorrow uh, uh, after the show on Thursday, ten o'clock tomorrow night. So feel free to call in. Let's oh, talk about the second. Oh, you got my phone number boo. You got me. I got you. <laughs> You're on the VIP. <laughs> Thanks so much for your call. We All appreciate right, you, and hopefully we'll talk to you oh, tomorrow. Thank you for talking to me. I know I talk a lot, but yes, hey, no, that's a big brother's back. It's going to be amazing. That's right. And that's I'll what this show's tomorrow. about. It's for fans. Absolutely. Sounds yeah, great. We'll yeah. talk to you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks. You saw it. You call in. You get to talk. We don't have anybody behind her, so we're gonna let her, we let her go a little while. And I'm glad that we did because she had some great, great, great stuff to talk about. This is for the fans, for the fans, folks, which means that we're reaching out to you and wanting to pull you back in. We want you talking about Big Brother, and that was a fantastic call. So I'm very, very excited that she called. Listen, we're going to go to a break real quick. We're going to wrap up. We've got a couple little online questions here that we're going to do. We're going to check out of here, and then we're going to wrap up the show, and we're going to see you tomorrow night. But hang in there. We're going to go to a commercial and be right back.
Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? Not just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope, it's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. talking about before the break here we want you guys to call in and i appreciate it so much that uh, our prior guest called in gave us a ton of information gave us a ton of feedback and that's what we want to hear call in line is 917-889-7084 very excited about this season i'm going to tell you guys what i think i think that uh it's an interesting concept i like the i think it's going to be two teams of eight we're going to have an hoh for each team and I think each HOH is going to nominate two people from the other team to go up. Then that battle of the block is going to happen, and one HOH is going to prevail. Now, again, I feel like it's a long way around getting back to where the original was, so I'm not sure what the point of this is. Now, one thing that I had read that I found interesting, and I'm not sure, folks, if it's actually going to be true, and I wish it would have been mentioned tonight, but it may be mentioned tomorrow night when the whole house is together. <clears throat> I read somewhere that the POV winner gets to replace the nominee uh, there gets to replace the nominee instead of the HOH. Now I have no proof of that other than what I have read on sites and I'm telling you if they do that it changes this game a hundred percent. I am very, very excited to see if that would be the case. I think that you can really and really I'll be honest with you, I don't even think you need it to do two two uh two eight person teams and an eight two HOHs. I think you could have left the game the same way. And you could have taken the golden power veto, throw it out the window, bring in the, what they call the diamond power veto. I know my friend who just called will remember that, where you win the diamond power veto and you, the winner of that veto, would remain the replacement. So if you're on the block and you win it, you take yourself off and you say, I want Dan to take my place. I think if they do that, it's going to make this one heck of a season. I think if that's the truth, it's going to really, really knock things up a notch. Now, again, I could find out that none of that is going to be true, but if it is, I really, really have to applaud that decision because I think it can really, really change the game. Um, now, I, like, like uh, we were talking about earlier, 
I think the guests are very, or the house guests are very interesting so far. I like that they did eight people first. I like the two-night move-in because it allowed me to really get along with my memory and remember the eight people that I needed to remember tonight and then remember the eight people tomorrow night. Now, I won't know tomorrow night if that worked because it's going to be all 16 of them together, but I feel like whenever I go through a premiere, the first week, even when I go back and, and watch old episodes, it, you know, it takes me, you know, I think we were talking about that on Reality Chat, which is where I hang out. I, I ask everybody to go to Reality Chat and join. You'll love it over there. That's all we talk is Big Brother and Amazing Race. Um, hopefully, I meant to ask the, the caller if, if she was a member of that. But if you aren't, go over there. It's Reality Chat and join. You know, ask to join. You'll love it over there. Uh, but a lot of the conversation over there was that, you know, it takes me two weeks to remember all these people. And that was a consensus across the board. I mean, there was nobody that said, hey, I know all of them when they come out within a week. You you just get confused on who is who. And so I think bringing in eight allowed us, uh, it was very clever on CBS's part, because I think it allowed us to know eight people already without having to know the other eight. And those of us who are super fans who really read through bios and look at the interviews, we kind of know who the other eight are, but it's very hard to say, well, do you remember who Brittany is and you to remember exactly who that is. So I think the eight and eight thing will be interesting. What I think is going to be really, really interesting is tomorrow night. I think there's something still up, folks. I don't know what it is. Something just feels like there's something still there. And I think that tomorrow night we're going to learn something else. Maybe it's that POV thing. I'm not sure. But it feels like there's still something left to be said. And I'm curious to know when these new eight come in, do they have the same – of course, all this is pre-recorded, but do they have the same – pleasure of doing an eight-person HOH competition on their own without people watching, or will the whole household be out there watching? It's an interesting thing that, you know, it's kind of confusing to me how they're going to do this, but I'm very, very, very much looking forward to it. My impression of the first eight, very good. Uh, Somebody asked, what did I think of the first eight? I, I really do like the first eight. I can name three that I think are going to be trouble, three that I may not like. Um, I don't think it's a secret. I'm not a real big fan of Frankie, like we were talking about earlier. I think he's going to be really, really over the top. I think he's going to be enjoyably over the top. I think he's going to be nice over the top. Um, But I think he's going to be a lot more like, um, I can't remember the guy that was in season eight, the um, stereotypical, you know, homosexual that they kind of bring in sometimes. But he was very loud and boisterous, and I think that that could be – I remember Will in season – I can't remember what season Will was in. Not Will from 14, but there was a Will before that. But, you know, a little boisterous, uh, really out there, and could be somebody that people really do either attract to or push away from. And I think that he's got the first thing where they're going to push away from him. And like I said earlier, I do think somebody's going to know who he is or going to know that he is somebody. And I think that him being somebody may push him out once they find out there's a vote. I don't know if those guys are ever going to find out that we're voting other than whoever we're aligning with, which is confusing. Um, I know that it says that we're voting for whoever we would like to align with. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's not Frankie because I almost slipped over a coffee table in my living room when I thought it might be Frankie because I really don't think that his DRs are going to be something that's going to be enjoyable. Along, I think he's going to annoy a lot of people in the diary room. Uh, I can already kind of tell it. Um, so I'm, I'm worried that he's going to be the guy that we're going to be aligned with, and I hope that that's not going to give him a huge advantage. I really hope none of, none of our voting gives anybody a huge advantage. 
I like it better um, like in season five where there was a do not assume twist where there was twins in the house that were switching out and there was a brother and sister who didn't know that they were related in the house. To me, that's more interesting. That gives me the better excitement because I know something that the house guests don't know. What I don't enjoy is knowing that there is a, a situation that's going to be coming up, a twist that's going to be coming up that can change the whole house and be in favor of one person over everybody else. Uh, very much like last year's MVP with Alyssa. I don't like that kind of voting. Um, many of you do. Many of you want to be involved in it. I know that there's going to be some live feed special voting. I don't know what that will be for. But I don't like us really voting for things. So I think Frankie's going to have a target on his back once the household, if they do know that we're voting for stuff, finds out he's getting favor, like they did with Alyssa. Um, on the other hand, again, I think the police officer is going to be somebody who will be very interesting tomorrow night. I think he's going to be coming in. I think he's going to have a very black and white, no gray look at things, and I think that people are going to pick up on that quickly. On the other hand, just like our caller said, there are people that if he does not lie and he says, I am, I am a police officer, which will be interesting. I'm, I'm interesting to see what people will say the truth about what they do in this next group. But if he comes in and he says, <clears throat> yes, I'm a police officer, I wonder if people will then know, okay, I can trust him immediately. I will be interested to know if he will be the guy that many groups are trying to hook up with because they'll feel like his integrity is in check and that he won't really lie because of his life outside the house and trying to keep his reputation square. So I'm going to be very, very interested to see if Derek actually gets a lot of, uh, a lot of attention and, and a lot of alliances. I will say this, um, like, our for, like our caller said, I, I feel like that the all-girls alliance that's, that everybody's talking about is going to be a disaster, and I'm going to tell you why. I think Paola's going to be a disaster. I think she is, she's going to talk way too much. I think that she's going to cause way too many problems, and I think she's going to annoy too many people. She kind of reminds me, the way that she was following Cody around, I kind of, kind of get a Gina Marie Nick feeling out of that. I'm hoping that we're not going to have another psycho situation where somebody's going to psycho out over another house guest. But it could be interesting. I don't think that she is his type. I just don't see it. Um, and I see him, even if she was his type, I can imagine maybe look-wise, but I think personality-wise, I think it's really going to make him go crazy after a while. Um, you know who's interesting? Nicole. We didn't get to Nicole. Nicole's very interesting to me. Uh, she's a super fan, which I think is great. We need more super fans. I was very shocked that Donnie had seen every season. I kind of like that. I like these people that have seen the seasons and are fans of this show. I know there's another one or two that are coming. But I know Nicole's a fan. Um, but I do feel like she may talk a lot, and I think she may get herself in trouble talking too much. I just get the feeling that she talks a lot. And, and I don't know how everybody else felt about it, but she's a very cute girl. Um, you know, and maybe she's – you know, this may sound bad, and I'm a guy, but if she wore clothes that were a little – more to her body type, she would probably be a, a real knockout from the beginning. Um, but she doesn't realize her potential, I don't think. And I, and I wonder if one of those guys is really going to notice her because she seems like she's very shy. She does seem like she talks, but she seems kind of shy and maybe a little insecure. And I wonder if one of those guys is going to notice that and pick up on it and use it to their benefit or maybe even really fall for her because she's very cute. Um, but she needs, to ditch, she needs to ditch the two-seater bike that she was riding with her mom. She needs to get rid of that thing because she's way too cute and way too old to be on a two-seater bike with her mom. Uh, it seems like she might need to mature up a little bit. Maybe this house will help her do it. 
but uh, she's very innocent. She's got a very innocent feel, and um, but you know, I think that she doesn't realize her potential. I could actually see her doing some modeling stuff when she gets out, because she's very, very pretty, very cute. Um, but again, you know, it seems like she doesn't realize it in her appearance. The way she carries herself is maybe the best way to put it. She doesn't seem like she notices it. And I'm very, very curious if one of the guys is going to notice that and pick up on it. The other thing I'm curious about is I think that this might be a season set up for a couple of showmances because a lot of people love it. But I think that some of this, some of this might be set up for a showmance, and I'm curious to know if people on different teams are going to have showmances and how that affects the dynamic of the teams. I mean, are people going to be accepting of the person they're having a showmance with being put up on the block? Are they going to go? Are they going to go fight for that person with their own HOH and say, "I don't want so and so put up"? It's going to be really, really interesting how that plays out. And I don't know if that's been discussed by many people, but it looks like a, a house full of fairly attractive people. I mean, the guy that looks like uh, Jeff Daniels for, from Dumb and Dumber, uh, who's the pedal—I think it's like a pedal bike guy. I mean, they, they had him with his shirt off today, and, I mean, the guy's muscular. I mean, you know, he's built. He's, he needs a haircut, but he's built. Um, so it's interesting that a lot of these people are attractive um, and, and, and interesting to note that what if there are showmances between the two teams? Uh, of course, you know, the two teams is not going to last forever. They're probably going to break them down and play the normal game again uh, in a couple of weeks. But it, it'll be interesting the dynamic of maybe two people kind of falling for each other um, and what they will do with their HOHs that want to nominate the person they're interested in, or if the per, or if the HOHs will even do that to kind of get that person focused back on the team again. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm curious about this battle of the block. Uh, I see a strong men's alliance early on, guys. I, I, maybe when the teams break up, maybe before the teams break up, but I can see the guys wanting to stay safe, winning the HOHs when they can, and keeping the guys safe and getting rid of some of the girls. Uh, this first group has some very, very, very strong guys. But as we know, we've seen Brendan, we've seen Jeff, we've seen Russell, we've seen some pretty muscular guys on this show that go out and really don't make it to the end. In fact, I can't think of anyone who's truly uh, a muscular guy who's made it to the end. So it's going to be really interesting to know if, if they have a really strong men's alliance the rumors that I've heard out of the house, so there's a strong men's alliance. The women are playing it very quiet, and they're not saying too much because of the controversy from last year. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. But it's going to be a really, really interesting season. It's going to be an exciting season. It always is. 15 was a little weak. I think 16 is going to be a lot better. I think the twists that they're putting in here are going to be, are going to be better twists to keep us interested. And I think it's going to be a really, really good season. So I am really looking forward to it, guys. And as we uh, start to part out of here, before we leave, I want to remind everybody that we're going to do a show tomorrow night. We're going to do 10 o'clock. Now, again, normally this show <clears throat> excuse me, will only go uh, Sundays and Thursdays. Sundays because that gives me enough time to kind of see what's going on in the feeds. Thursdays a live eviction so we can be shocked and we can talk about what happened. Uh, and, then sun and then Thursday through Sunday I get a little bit more information, sometimes POV ceremonies, things like that. So I'll be able to have some of that information. Uh, we will be talking about spoilers on here. Somebody just asked that. Yes, we do have live feeds. For those of you who do not want to hear what happens in real time, then, you know, send me a message and, you know, we'll figure something out, some kind of code, or I'll do it at the end of the show so you don't hear everything. But we are going to talk about things that are going on in the house before they ever go on the television set. So there are going to be things that we're going to be talking about that a lot of people aren't aware of. 
And it's going to be really fun because we're going to stay really, really, really on top of everything going on in the house in real time. I know that the live feeds are about to come up. I hope everybody got them. Uh, I hope everybody's going to enjoy them. I'm looking forward to this season, folks. We will see you tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. And please give us a call, 917-889-7084. I know I can count on my VIP friend from tonight to call in tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about the people and our impression on Thursday. I invite everybody to call. You're going to get the same courtesy. You call in, you're going to get on here. So don't be shy. Don't be nervous. It's going to be a fun time. Don't forget our chats up as well. Please go to the Big Brother After Show Facebook page. Like it because we'll be posting archives there for you to listen to if you can't catch the live show. It's going to be a lot of fun, folks. We are really looking forward to tomorrow night. Thanks for your time and your attention tonight. Let's look forward to Big Brother 16 being a great season. We will see you guys tomorrow. Watching, 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 watching me.